0: to get better hair better hair so some people have lots of hair and some people have less hair
1: it's true and one of the questions we get
0: asked all the time is how can you get thicker more lustrous hair Mm. and hair loss happens for lots of reasons as we get older and also hormonally and all sorts of things so we wanted to go through our kind of top tips for Mm. getting better hair top
1: tips for big hair from a bald man yes exactly
0: so scalp health Mm. is kind of where I would start first because lack of circulation to the scalp can cause compression on the little follicles, lack of circulation to them and then we lose hair as a result of that mm. um, and so what happens as we move through the days, we get kind of compression in our shoulders and our neck and all this kind of thing and the scalp fascia can get really tight and one of the things that you can do is just feel into your scalp and if it's mm. not moving a lot under your fingers if it's quite tight and resistant then that's a good indication that you need to do scalp massage mm. scalp massage every day is really really useful and you you know you're just kind of starting from the beginning moving back like this if you're into gua sha you can get a jade comb to do it with but always start at the hairline so you're also trying to help the lymphatic drainage which is really nice to know that it comes down this way so you can kind of rake down the back of the neck and then the other thing to do is hair pulling so you get your hands into your hair and you're just kind of putting a little bit of gentle traction and move all the way around the scalp as you do that so that you move the fascia around you can
1: get a friend to do that for you
0: yeah Mm. it's a lovely idea scalp massage hair pulling
1: hair pulling Okay. okay so yes and then you can also obviously you want to use oils with that as well because lots of different oils have lots of different properties to help to either manage the ph of the scalp like jojoba oil which is the same ph as our scalp as the acid mantle which is great if we preserve the acid mantle we recover the microbiome on the skin and that all helps uh like coconut oil lots of sulfur compounds in there sulfur is a, a, an important compound in in nourishing the connective tissue so skin particularly uh and then the 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 particular essential oils as well if somebody has like things like psoriasis or those types of things lavender can be really cool and calming rosemary for what we've been talking about for uh, stimulating circulation to the scalp as well as lots of the citrus oils as well so uh things like mandarin and orange wild orange and, and citrus oils um yep
0: so washing your hair is another thing so thinking about mm. like what are you washing your hair with how often are you washing your hair and and then also you know, is the pH of your scalp being disrupted by that washing? So what sort of shampoos do you recommend?
1: So, well, the ones with the mildest foaming agents, essentially foaming agents are things that break down grease. That's literally what they do. That's why they're in soap. And they do the same in your, on your scalp unhelpfully so the more expensive usually the shampoo usually not big brand sh- expensive we're talking about health food store expensive that's because they put better ingredients in the more expensive the surfactant usually the gentler it's going to be so you'll find like uh ones made from what is it betaine or whatever where you find ones made from cornstarch ones made from coconut uh which are much gentler than sls for instance which is that awful one that everybody knows about sodium lauryl sulfate um, so you want to use gentler surfactants less uh, like essentially less breakdown of the the acid mantle again
0: And so, and leaving longer between your washes, ideally, Mm. because the more you wash it, more you strip away that oil layer, and then we overproduce oil often, depending on your skin type. So you can also do a kind of a prolonger with cider vinegar.
1: Exactly, yeah, cider vinegar rinse. Be really careful with this, because cider vinegar is a powerful alkaline so it's like a high ph but it's really astringent and really acidic on contact so you need to dilute it lots. lot so maybe even just a couple of teaspoons in a glass of water warm water from the shower and just use that as a rinse through your hair and into your scalp uh, and wash it out well uh, and you can build up to using like a half and half like a half a cup of cider vinegar to a half a cup of water but you want to go really gently till your your scalp starts to get used to the the, the intervention
0: okay
1: so it could be the toxin load
0: it sure could Mm. and that's a big thing that i always talk about people everyone pretty much everyone dyes their hair now and as we get older and we start to get gray of course that's something that we're looking at but the dyes that you're using to dye your hair are going directly into your scalp and they're full of toxins and awful chemicals Mm. which are really disruptive to the scalp but also they're really stripping for the hair as well especially most of them have loads and loads of bleaches in them so we really need to look at switching to an organic dye
1: Mm, yeah exactly so you have uh, ppds ammonia peroxide all these sorts of things which are like really strong chemical agents essentially that open up the hair hair follicle and hair shaft and like close it back down again in order to seal in color um the less the better. Uh, if you can move towards like either natural dyes that are non-permanent, um, or you can at least use ones that are like ammonia-free, those ones are going to be much less harsh on the scalp. Uh, essentially, just the less the better. And if you're finding things like your hair thinning out or not growing as quickly, and you use a lot of those bleaches, those are two big time connected factors. So run away from them as fast as you can and try to find some other strategy. And there are places like
0: There you go. Which means with your hands. It's the Italian organic hairdressers, um, which is in Dunleary now, and they have all the hair dyes, but they make them themselves just from plants, and it's called Conlamani because they can apply it with the hands because it's so low toxin load. Mm. So I would head there straight away. That's what I do.
1: Yes, because it might be stress, and actually this is a really really big element for most people to understand. Stress can really prolong the 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 rest phase in hair growth. So each follicle has this like three phase kind of like growth moment where the hair is like essentially. stimulated with lots of circulation, then where the circulation cuts off, and then where the follicle literally just rests after, after growth. And so at that point, that is the longest phase of, in the hair growth cycle. So it can last up to 60 days. But if you are going under chronic stress or exposed to chronic stress, that phase can be tripled in length. So you can essentially have six months of no replacement hair follicle. And that is obviously when a lot of, particularly women postpartum, see a lot of hair loss because there's so much cortisol production in their body. And also at that stage, their body is delivering most of the nutrients that it can that it has to spare in any way shape or form to their baby if they're breastfeeding or when they're going through pregnancy so specific things obviously looking at the source of stress is going to be a big deal uh also calming yourself down and just knowing being safe in the knowledge that okay my hair growth will catch up and that's one of the things i've had so much success with so many women having that discussion just knowing like it's okay once this acute phase of stress is gone and your body's back to normal it will regrow so when you're seeing clumps of hair come off in the shower and it's really uh, it's understandably so terrifying
0: mine was so thin It obviously mm. got thicker <laughs> it really has though that mine's got thicker but mine was so thin mm. afterwards and it is really scary like it's actually terrifying it's coming out in the clumps and you're thinking that's how my hair is going to be forever yeah. but it doesn't it comes back in and it always comes back in as your stress levels manage so as your baby starts sleeping a little bit better as everything starts to come back into balance so mm. anything that you can do little breathing practices little meditations any little moments of self-care that you can build into the day are really going to help to balance those stress levels and that's going to help so but even the scalp massage that we we're talking about in the beginning can be your yeah. moment of self-care so mm-hmm. you can kind of build in that thing as well
1: big time and also think about herbs like ashwagandha like uh, perhaps like siberian ginseng herbs like reishi if you're like really highly stressed and panicky uh, a lot of those herbs help to uh, your body to cope with stresses outside so to help to like gently calm down that cortisolic stress response mm because it's your hormones. Speaking of the elephant in the room, look at this, like all this gone. It's something I've wondered about since, so I started getting like receiving like widow's peaks when I was like in my mid twenties, which was real cool when I was in my mid twenties, but suddenly when I was like in my early thirties, I was like, oh no, it's disappearing. So I've come to understand a bit about it and like I don't know fully what's happened inside my body but I do know there's a high testosterone production and high testosterone leads to a lot of aromatization of testosterone and that's one of the inflammatory patterns or oxidative stress patterns that can lead to male pattern baldness. If I caught it earlier Maybe I wouldn't have, but I could have used things like Damiana, like Saw Palmetto, these sorts of herbs that can help to reduce the androgens or to help to reduce the oxidation of those androgens or aromatization, uh in the body. That can really help to, to slow down those things. I think all of the other patterns as well, stress, um, thinking of like the lack of circulation to the scalp, excess heat in the body in general can be a thing as well. So looking at like maybe cold packs and that sort of thing as well.
0: And then um, the gua sha comb that we talked about Ooh. will help to release that heat as well, the excess heat in the body. And just one last thing, Mm -hmm. collagen. Mm. taking collagen every day made such a massive difference to my skin nails and my hair so getting a good source of collagen in will be a really really good natural strengthener and hair growth promoter
1: I'm gonna to add to that MSM because it's important to, to strengthen connective tissue as well improve the elasticity of lots of different bits but also improve the integrity of hair and also biotin because biotin is a, a precursor to keratin production so for people who are lacking thickness in their hair high potency biotin taken you know 60 or 90 days because like we said hair growth is a slow enough thing uh, but like 5,000 micrograms a day really good idea. Idea with your collagen, maybe getting the marine collagen in this case, five thousand milligrams minimum, because that's kind of a studied dose uh, for about sixty days again to um, to see some change.
0: Hey, so happy hair growth. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Bye.